Hey, I know. I'll use my trusty frying pan as a drying pan. Welcome to another special episode of Out of the Drawing Pan, a Pokemon the Series podcast, where each week we talk about our eventful weeks, and this week we're talking about another banned Pokemon episode and some Pokemon disasters. And also, just a reminder, this podcast is rated E for explicit, and I'm your host, Jacob, and I'm here with my co-host, Austin. Hello. How you doing, Austin? <laughs> I'm doing okay. <laughs> Good to know. Um, we're also here with other co-host, Alex. Austin, you sound so fragile. I am fragile. Is it because okay. you couldn't figure out your blood type? It really is. In all <laughs> defense, I'm not, I'm not allowed to donate blood, so. Oh, oh. well. <laughs> so I don't need to know it. At least you don't get the... But you should know it. What if you... What if a murderer comes up to you on the street and they're like, Quick, tell me your blood type or I'll kill you. And then you can't answer it. <laughs> Oh, this, the famous Well, blood, then they can just take the, the blood, blood and find out for themselves, yeah. <laughs> oh, it's like, God. um, okay, I'm going to get on a little anime tangent here. So there's, uh, you guys watch My Hero Academia? I thought for sure you were um, going to say Cells at Work. Okay, n- uh, oh, no. God. Oh, that's a, okay, I've that is pretty good anime. But in, in My Hero Academia, there is a villain whose quirk is based off people's blood types. Mm, and so, like, cool. if he tastes your blood, he can control your movement. Or something like that. Oh. But depending on your blood type determines how long he can control your movements and all of that. Fun What's stuff. the most advantageous blood type to have when facing this enemy? I think it's like A negative. I think he says something. It's like A negative only lasts like half an hour. Whereas if you're like O positive, it's like a day or something oh. like that. That's not nearly as cool as Adam X the Extreme, whose power is... If he exposes your blood to oxygen, like into the air, even though oxygen's already in blood, he can set your blood on fire. Wait, what? Yes. from You burn from the inside out then? I guess. Oh my god. So wait, he has to cut you So first? he has little razor blades all over him and, and shit, and then he'll cut you. <laughs> and then he'll set you on fire, but only on the inside, or something equally stupid. I don't know. Setting somebody's blood on fire doesn't seem stupid. Seems that sounds awesome. Terrifying. Do y'all want to see what this guy looks like? Yes, sure. Please. What is he from? Who are we talking about here? Adam X. <laughs> Adam X the Extreme, spelled X hyphen Treme. Is this an X Men character? Of course he is. Of course. Of course. It's right there in the name. I should have known. It's great DC Comics. <laughs> Oh, did you know? Okay, real quick. Did, speaking of DC Comics, apparently Owen Wilson was in the Loki um, TV show, but then his brother Luke Wilson is in some DC show called Stargirl. Is that yeah. true? Yep, that is true. I saw so, that for the first time the other day with Owen Wilson being in Loki because I saw a trailer. I haven't seen Loki yet. I was like, oh, that's Owen Wilson. Oh my God, he's gray. He's gray. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Oh, yeah, wow. that's the first time I've seen him with, um, like, aged. Because I think the last movie I saw him in was, like, Drillbit Taylor. <laughs> just, just, like, ten years old. But. So I thought that, I mean, the brothers in conflicting um, fantasy universes was funny. But back to this Adam X person, 
he wants to get extreme. He looks extreme. He's very extreme. I love the claws on his shoulders. Is he I don't like know, a Wolverine like what type? Yeah. Uh, Knock you off. you'd never fucking guess what he is. He Cyclops' younger brother from space. Who looks like Wolverine. Sort of. Cyclops' younger brother from space. From space. Is this saying oh that Cyclops like, <laughs> Cyclops like mated with someone from space? I think they harvested his mother's DNA <laughs> and made like hybrid alien babies in space with that DNA. Oh, Jurassic Park did. Okay. I feel like there's no limit to the... I, I'll just say creativity of the X-Men universe. We're not going to comment on the panel of him drinking beer and shouting, let's fuck sh- some shit up, bros. Let's get fucking extreme. At least he lives up to his name. I think it speaks for itself, honestly. Oh, okay. He is very extreme. Why does he wear a hat all the time? He's a bro. His backwards hat. <laughs> this guy's in a frat, obviously, or something. He was in a space frat. I guess he, he has that in common with, with Ash, who also wears a hat all the time. I don't typically think of Ash as extreme. Oh, you see, well. Did you see him? He was in a gang. We he took on a gang. <laughs> a no, he took he took on a gang. <laughs> Let me rephrase that. He took on a gang. He was a bicycle gang. Okay. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Hey, in a world of no violence, that's pretty hardcore. I guess. That was fun discussing uh, DC Comics. That was Marvel <laughs> Comics, you <laughs> bastard. <laughs> We could uh we can start talking about a little bit about our weeks now because I think we all did something very exciting this week. Judging how much did smiling we? there's going on here, uh, Austin, you want to kick it off? Uh, no, I don't have anything to say about my week because my week's been not very fun. Oh, you did make me think of this image. What the? Is that a real guy or a doll? That's okay. okay. That's a doll. Okay, thank God. So for, for <laughs> context, on my screen it only showed half. Okay. For, for context, it's the scary... Okay, wait, this isn't official merchandise. No, that is official. No, it's not. Yes, it is. Okay, what? So this is official Ash doll with abs. Yeah, they clearly took some sort of, like, He-Man, like, actual figure <laughs> and put, like, an Ash head on it and put it in Ash clothes. And so it's <laughs> unusual effect. Yeah. This, this is disturbing. This happens all the time. Have you heard the Mark Hamill story? Yes, About, yes. like, after... You know, the movies came out, they started selling the action figures, and they go to take Mark Hamill, and they're like, oh, look, here's the Luke action figure. And he goes, like, who the hell is that? Because it's, like, him on steroids, almost. It's like, this looks nothing <laughs> like Luke. His arms are, like, you know, 50 inches. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, let's just say it. Mark Hamill's arms in Empire Strikes Back, that's pretty That's pretty delicious. Yep. But we it's not... That pole. It's not... <laughs> Not that Hulk and Giant we got going on in the yeah. WWE line. Not the Adam Driver thing they went for with the Disney movies. Well, now he's a centaur. But what? Have you seen this? It's like a like some sort of like fragrance ad where he's like running shirtless on a beach, and then there's a horse, and then he and the horse combine. Adam Driver. Yeah. Is this like the new Old Spice thing? Like, no, it's like genuine. Like it's like an actual cologne commercial. Wait, not not like ironic or anything no, like that. No, I don't think so. No, he he sprays the cologne directly into his mouth and transforms into a horse. Wait, does he do that? I don't know. It's <laughs> <be> bad marketing. <laughs> like, I don't like, think I saw the full ad. I think I saw like a <laughs> snippet. <laughs> I wonder how many of these commercials are just like somebody's weird fantasy that they somehow get to be in real life like fragrance commercials are fucking wild they're so weird thank god i don't have like cable tv 
You know why they are that way? Because you can't make you advertise a smell. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, it's because the scent can't. You can't portray like a scent. You know, you can't get up to your TV and you know and smell the. So scent. they make like weird David Lynch esque like <laughs> yep. random yeah, events basically. happening. Yep. yep. <laughs> the only one I like is the one where they're playing Sia Chandelier and it's Natalie Portman. Yeah. <laughs> she tells talks to the camera. Prove it. Uh, no, no, no. The guy tells her like, "I love you," and she says. Prove it. And we, we cut to her, like, doing donuts and, like, a convertible. <laughs> just goes, goes, I would, I love, I would love to have the freedom of a cologne or, like, perfume commercial. Just take it any direction I want. Like, we would be all over. We'd be in the core of the Earth. Then we'd be in space. Then we'd be, you know, skating on the rings of Saturn. I mean, oh I, could, I mean, I think I've crazy. seen that perfume commercial. The one you're talking <laughs> Probably about. <have>. <laughs> <laughs> Probably have. I'm sorry, but a horse, like, not that I've spent too much time around horses, but that's not the kind of imagery I want associated with a fragrance because horses smell. Like, I feel like (laughs) you don't want to associate your, I don't know, clean, fresh, I don't know, maybe if you're going for something like musky, but even then. Musky horse. Do you want to be associated like, oh, you smell like a horse, like, ugh. Well, that's the reason why you got to spray it with the cologne, so it so you don't smell, smell like a horse. Yeah, you got to. Sm- <laughs> that's the point. Yeah, he rejected the fragrance, and now he smells like you know Ugh. horse horse bum. But he's combining with the horse, so I don't know. I can't the find the stupid ad. I think that's for the best, honestly. Burberry Centaur. Burberry. Burberry. Is it called Centaur Burberry? Here's an article that says we have been attracted to centaurs for a long time. Actually, have we? Have we? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Who is we? I want to know. Yeah, we. That's a we. Speak for yourself, article writer person. At last, an Adam Driver you can truly ride. Oh, is that is that actually? Did you make that up or is that an article? No, that's a Vulture article title. Oh, okay. I'm about to say that was pretty good if you just made that up. No, I'm not talking about cologne commercials. Clearly, whoever wrote this has a thing for centaurs and Adam Driver, so this is their fantasy. I don't know. <laughs> well, they do have that big centaur convention down the road, you know, that they just conglomerate once a year to celebrate their centaurness. So that was my week. Alex, how was yours? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I um, a centaur. How do you even follow that? I don't know. Well, I, I'm, I'm assuming there's a trend, I guess, because I think a couple weeks ago we talked about how I had some kind of bad food-related incident, and it happened again. So <laughs> it was awful. That was the most exciting thing that happened, but it wasn't Go really. On. It was exciting for all the bad reasons, because nobody likes throwing up. You can't trust anything anymore. So the last time I made the mistake of eating something and not checking the expiration date, well, this time I was vigilant, or at least I thought I was vigilant. I checked the date and it was fine. It wasn't even to the date yet. It was like, what, August 8th, which this is August 1st. We're doing this podcast. So there's a week buffer zone. I don't know what to do. You're never safe. You just can't trust anything anymore. You can't trust anything anymore. <laughs> For the record, today is both Digimon Day and Spider-Man Day. Ooh. It's my day. Which Spider-Man are we talking about here? I have no Maguire, idea. Apparently or... people say it's Peter Parker's birthday. I don't know if that's true. I don't know where that info comes from. This day was made for you, Austin. Digimon and Spider-Man in one. Willem Dafoe ma- what? made Spider-Man. Wait, what? Willem Will- Dafoe. <laughs> what? He's in the first Spider-Man with Tobey Maguire. Yes. Sure. It was awesome. Nope. Oh, okay. I hope he comes back in that supposed multiverse movie. Allegedly, he might be. That's exciting. I think he made a very good Green Goblin. Just Have you seen the Death Note movie that came out for Netflix? Ugh. Oh, that movie was garbage. It was, it was, but it you was know such he was garbage. Ryuk? What? He was Ryuk, though? Yeah, he, okay, he was good. Wait. <laughs> yeah, he was good. He made yeah. it. He was the movie. voice? 
Yeah. Oh did my he do god. The mo-cap? Okay. I think he did. He actually did it. He did what? the mocap and everything. Yeah. Oh, the more you know. Interesting. Okay, fine. He did a good voiceover job. That didn't save the movie, though. <laughs> no, the movie was yeah. nonsense. <laughs> yeah, it was garbage, but I appreciated him being in the role. Have we discussed, speaking of Netflix adaptations of anime... Oh, yeah. So, Jacob, have you not heard this? Yeah, I, I read the... You talking about oh. the article you sent us yesterday? Oh, I send you all this everything. I don't even know about it. No, not the Veronica Taylor... Or, well, yes. Actually, yes, because that relates well, yeah. to it, right? Yeah, that's what I mean. It, I, that was the first time... Because we talked about it slightly with the HBO taking the run of it, but it, that's apparently not. It's moving from HBO Max to Netflix. Yeah. So you're not going to get your Game of Thrones-esque Pokemon adaptation. Sorry, Austin. Darn. I wanted to see... <laughs> wanted to see what? No, I don't want to see Game of Thrones Pokemon. No, no. No, it's not. Oh, God. Mm-mm. No, no. And now his watch has ended. I really like that part where Iris killed everyone for no discernible reason at the last episode. Yeah, her oh, and man, Dragonite. That would be cool. Yeah. The dunes could be the houses. Oh, that'd be awesome. That's Who's scary how well that works, but wouldn't Ash I guess Ash be would be Jon Snow. Snow. He's a bastard. He is a yeah. bastard. <laughs> I'm upset because now that you've put this image into our chat box here, all I can see is the Ash doll abs. That's all I can see, and it's... I, I can't... I've moved the window down, so I can't see the chat. Yeah, I need to move it, too. I can't move it because I've got a very delicate balance of, like, my notes on one oh, side God. and the... Okay. Well, here, let me send you more images so you don't have to see that one. What should I send okay, you? Good. <laughs> While you're sending that, I think Tracy would be a good Sam. <gasps> I love Sam. Oh, yes. yeah. Because Tracy's all about studying and reading. So I could see, like, the same guy who played Sam playing Tracy. Okay, wait. While now we're having this conversation, who would we equate the characters with? So who would Brock be in the Game of Thrones world? He'd be Rob Stark. I was thinking Rob that, too. Stark. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, because he's kind of, like, the stronger, older one, but he makes stupid mistakes. And he and the reason why he blunders is because he falls for a woman who he shouldn't have. So, who is oh. that woman? Is it Melanie? Or is it Susie? Oh, Susie, probably. No, it's that the <laughs> one that loves him back. Like, no, it would be... Susie would be the reason why he gets killed. And then... Because he kind of makes that promise to her. <laughs> but, like, he falls for, like, you know, someone else along the way. Ooh, and then What about Professor Ivy? Because he stays with her. <gasps> Ooh. Okay, what about Misty? Misty Sansa. Okay, oh, yeah. she had the red hair. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Check. Yep. Is about- Sansa Stark the Jean Grey of Game of Thrones? Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, God. That's my question every time. What about Arya? Who's Arya? We don't have an, an Arya equivalent. Uh, we, Iris is already Daenerys. Or a Bran. Cersei. Bonnie? Have all these- Bonnie? Bonnie. Bonnie. Arya? Because uh, she has, I, like, the... She's got the Tyrantrum and stuff. I um, mean, it's her or it's May, Serena, Dawn, Chloe. What was the... What was that movie with the little girl? It was, like... I can't remember which one. It was the one with, like, um... What's the cat-looking electric Entei? Pokemon? Or no. No. Wait, are you talking about a Pokemon movie or something else? We're talking about the movie. It was a movie that came out... Like, there's a big festival and there's a little girl in Zara that movie. Aura? Yeah, yeah, it's the little girl's in that movie, and she, like, really loves her uncle, who's just lying the whole time, but she tries to oh. be cool like him, and she, like, she's kind of, like, on her own and sort of individualistic, like, I, I I don't know. I decided that Lana is Arya. Okay, we'll, we'll go with that one. <laughs> <laughs> Jump way ahead to the Sun and Moon crew. Professor Oak, are we thinking Ned? Are we going to put him up with the Ned, or are we thinking... I feel like he's not cool enough to be Ned. Yeah, that's sort of the problem with me. I think he's, like, kind of wise, but he's not... He doesn't have that cool mm. history. 
like like a lance type or a um, yeah. Leon. God, we should sit down and so like for next week we can make our, <laughs> yeah. our uh, associations on who who's who. <laughs> so that was Alex's week. Yeah. Moral of the story: Don't trust anything. So for my week, I partaked in Pokemon Unite. Yeah, yeah. I finally downloaded it and got into it, and I knew Austin would be excited about that. God, uh, Alex, least... have you have you have you um, taken um, a part of it yet? Not yet, but I was gonna say, God, at least one of us has a, nor- a semi-normal existence. Um, no. <laughs> oh God. no, but. I do need to download it because you guys mentioned it and uh, we could all play it. So um, I have no idea what it is. It's but, League of Legends, well, from my again, understanding. I have no idea what, what it is. But <laughs> how, how much have you played of it, Austin? I don't have an hour counter top of my head. Okay, I'm about like 40 hours in. Jesus. No, I'm just kidding. 40 hours? I'm a, <laughs> I've probably played, that was a joke, I've played two hours or something into it. But I I'm finding it, I played League of Legends a little bit in college just because I was bored. And the problem with League of Legends, those games lasted forever. Mm-hmm. I mean, you could play like for 45 minutes to like an hour easily. But Pokemon Unite, it's like 10 minutes or in some cases 5 minutes. You're just going at it. And you, it's not like a huge time commitment. And I think it's really, really good. I have no complaints with it so far. I guess the pay-to-play stuff is a little bit uh, there. But I I don't see it being like a big impact yeah i don't care about putting clothes on my trainer that you never even see during gameplay i don't care about yeah that yeah it's not going to affect the game in a way that's like going to kind of marginalize the people who don't pay versus the people who do pay like i said it's really fun alex download it and then we'll we could start a team teams of five right austin yeah yeah there's teams of five so we can have we can at least three of us would easily be on a team and i guess unite together to take down the opposing (laughs) team whatever okay i will do that super super fun does anyone else have anything they want to share for their weeks? Or are we ready to get into our first band episode? First band episode? Or band episode. First ep- well, Third yeah. band episode. Yeah, third band episode. Just any thoughts um, on the Netflix show? Does anyone have any thoughts, t- hot takes? We don't know much about it yet. Yeah, exactly. So... I think if they get the deep, the Detective Pikachu like people to do like the CGI and all that stuff, I think it would look really good. I thought those people did a good job with the sort of taking the cartoon or anime and making the Pokemon look real. I mean, as much as they could. We'll see how it goes. Yep. Yep. <laughs> yep. 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 All right. Now let's get to into say. Our, Sorry. Yeah. There's not. <laughs> I hope it. I hope it actually comes out. That's what I'm gonna say. Because I, yeah. I, I don't think. I don't think it's actually. I mean, are you sure they're not ruining your childhood by daring to? Okay, don't provoke the fandom. <laughs> Are you sure you're not going to be acting all stupid on the internet for no reason whatsoever because you don't have control over a massive intellectual property and you don't like that they're making new content from it? Oh my god, no way! Hey, no. hey, hey, hey. <laughs> they uh, should cater to He-Man, me. He-Man, no! Don't make more He-Man shows! Ah. Sorry. He-Man? There's yeah, the a recent He-Man controversy with the new He-Man Netflix show. There's a new He-Man Netflix show? Apparently. That's news to me. I only knew about this because apparently people are review bombing it because, I don't know, they've never talked to another human being in their lives, and they think that's a good thing to do with their time. Kevin Smith made it, too. I don't care for his movies, but I don't want to review bomb anything, you know? Leave us five stars. <laughs> yeah, leave us five stars. Yeah, don't review bomb us. Yeah, it's five well, stars. Now that you've alienated, like, all all of our two listeners, I'm sure. Excuse me, we have 12 listeners. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> Let's talk about wrestling. Um, <laughs> oh, God. All right. So, yeah, um, I doubt it's going to come out, but we'll see. That's it. 
Don't put a jinx. Okay, you jinxed it, but all right. No, no stop it. Stop saying that word. Sorry. <laughs> we don't jinx anything. All right. Jinx actually so... makes an appearance in this episode, kind of. He does. What? He does. I missed it. Well, I kind of turned it away in several parts, so maybe I missed it. All right, let's get into it. The randomizer has spoken, and the summary for this episode will be given by Alex. Oh, no. The 30-second summary challenge. God damn it. Okay. (laughs) And this episode is called Electric Soldier Porygon. Or Cyber Soldier Porygon. AI Warrior Pokemon Porygon. Computer Warrior Porygon. Digital Fighter Polygon. Nanobytes. Oh, my God. Okay, this is terrible. I... Just describe the way you think it should be described. Three, two, one, go. Okay, so the twerps arrive in Macha City, I guess, where Pikachu is really tired, so they need to take him to the Pokemon Center. We get there, we see Nurse Joy, who's freaking out. Um, She has no help whatsoever. She tells them that there's a problem with the Pokemon transfer machine. So then they meet this crazy mad scientist guy, and he uh, digitizes them into the Pokemon digital transfer machine world because Team Rocket's there, stealing Pokemon. Um, Porygon goes with them. And Time. there's explosions, <laughs> and they get out. Okay. Very, very well done. Yeah, I had a, I had a moment. I was like, Polygon, Porygon, one of those. Um, my initial thoughts for this episode was it actually. I wish would have hap- what happened wouldn't have happened because I actually thought this episode wasn't terrible compared to the last band episode we watched, which was just. I think I fell asleep. Didn't we, did we all agree like we fell asleep during that one or was that that the one was garbage Safari Zone one yes yeah that was the one with uh I can't remember these characters names because I didn't care about it uh, Kaiser, Kaiser yeah and Thunderbolt and, um... Kaiser Permanente <laughs> <laughs> this one was scary it is like even just by itself divorced from all the actual horrors of this episode the content is actually kind of menacing. It is a more mature, I felt it was more mature. I wouldn't know, I don't know if I would go that far. Uh, I mean, not like, not like that, but like, as far as like the, like the premise was, I felt was like, it's a lot there for. They were kidnapped for one thing. Yeah. So like Alex was mentioning, there's panic at the Pokemon Center because they're (laughs) transporting something. They figured it out now. They can transport medicine and balls on like the Biker Gang episode. My first note was, is this why we couldn't send the medicine to Shelter because this problem was happening? (laughs) That doesn't make any sense because Team Rocket wasn't in the system yet. Unless, okay, hold on to that thought. Because after we get in there, we see, I thought, what was his name? Seymour? The, from the Clefairy episode? or Clefairy Seymour the board. Scientist? I thought it was him. I thought this was like his, him coming back. I oh my god, his comeback. This was the reincarnation of Seymour, and I got so excited, but then that you know wasn't the case. But this guy, his name is Akiharaba, named after the famous tech neighborhood. He is somehow manipu- He His whole thing is, he invented this teleportation stuff. Is that what I'm getting with here? That's what I got too, yeah. Okay. So it's kind of that's kind of more Bill-like. But whatever, fuck Bill. Wait, That's so what Bill, I was confused. Bill did the box storage system, and then which this doesn't guy, exist in the anime. Yeah, this guy is the transfer system, I guess. Now he lives in Matcha Town or Matcha City, whatever. I don't understand what he was doing here. Like, what was he was sitting there transporting the Pokemon, and everything was going fine until 
Team Rocket came along, so there was no hiccups before. Yes, not for Seymour. How did they? I know we're jumping ahead, but how did they get? Well, maybe we shouldn't even talk about that yet. I I assume Joy called him up. It was like your system's fucking up. What's going on? And then he he comes to fix it, but then like later on, someone else comes and fixes. I don't know. Anyway, Seymour is a crazy. Whoa, 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 wait. Oh, yeah. yeah Aki Haraba. Oh, my God. Porygon is breaking <laughs> up. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. Are you recording or not? I am now. Okay. So, so we've been having some technical difficulties. <laughs> when do we not have technical difficulties? <laughs> oh, my God. This, this episode's cursed. I'm so. Someone else do it. I'm going to be on my phone. Just do it unedited. Uh, Akiharaba is the scientist, and (laughs) (laughs) he is there to fix the teleportation issue that is going on. So what is, what are they trying to do with these Pokemon? Are they trying to get them back to the trainers? I think they're, like, caught in the system. Like, they're stuck in the internet or whatever. Yeah, but why are they transporting them to begin with, though? Is it just to move them to Pokemon centers? I guess. I mean, like, we could see, like, Ash calls up Oak and says, I want my Krabby. So Oak sends over Krabby, and it just doesn't come through. So okay. I'm assuming it's the entire transfer system itself and not... Right. Because we saw later it was like thousands of Pokemon. Yeah. So what, Team Rocket went in there to steal the rare Pokemon they were sending through and replace them with... Magikarps. Garbage Magikarps? I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> the fact that they sent they replaced Ninetales with the Magikarp didn't make sense with what we saw later, but whatever. We're kind of skipping ahead. Okay, so everything's broken teleportation whatever joy comes in and somehow becomes this it expert and starts mentioning how you know you need to implement a vaccine for whatever's happening alternatively is saying is there a virus on the computer does that make you an it expert i think so i think she she proves that she has the wits to do the same thing that akiharaba can do i don't think that's true (laughs) she calls in like the tech the it guy from the main pokemon center I don't know about you guys, but I really appreciated how Brock became an IT wizard in this episode. <laughs> okay, but again, he didn't. He said it might have a virus. And then dumbass Ash over there is like, computers can get sick. But I guess maybe in 1997, children know, didn't know computer viruses were a thing. I don't know. Probably not. So Akihabara leaves in a panic. Yep, because he can't use the vaccine. Why do the twerps follow him to his house? Oh, yeah, they break into his house. Yeah, what, what happened there? Did I miss a transition? Or are they just busybodies? Well, I already know the answer I to that. I thought Joy sent them over to check on them. Oh, did she? Okay. I think she was like, something fishy's going on here. Because remember, they wouldn't. he wouldn't use the vaccine. Or he started acting kind of like really uh, frantic when uh, she said that. So I think she sent them to be like, hey, go check. See what's going on here. What's up with this dude? What's he doing? Random children who walked into my place of work. Go follow this strange man. Constant theme going on here. Which they do. And he lives in a pretty nice mansion, we find out. For now. For now. Ha. <laughs> Although it wasn't that really hard to break into. I think they just kind of climb a fence and walk right through the front door. Well, his security system is a giant floating cyber head. <laughs> uh, which is being projected by a little, like, skateboard with a camera on it. And Brock says, I think it's coming from the skateboard with the camera on it. And Dr. Ha- our Professor Akihabara says... Mm, you kids seem smart. And I'm thinking to myself, these are the dumbest kids on the face of the earth. They don't seem smart at all. <laughs> oh, the security robot. So they're not, yeah, they're not that smart, obviously. 
but they do have quick wits about them, I guess. Yeah, I'm just talking here. They just have quick wits about them because I can't remember what happened next. Sorry, I'm just I'm thinking about just how cursed this podcast episode is. Going well, too well. bad. I'm going to guide us back on track. All right, um, I'm doing it. Right. Uh, they, they follow the floating head into a giant tube without any questions. Then suddenly they're Wait, locked in the giant tube. I don't tube. think they followed it into the tube i think they, oh did it, it say go them. in the giant yeah. tube yeah it lures <laughs> them them and then they unwittingly get trapped in it it promises okay. them something if they get in there something like that yeah like they didn't know where they were at until like a little bit later like the lights came on yeah a porygon's there yeah one of two what'd you find out dr akihabara created porygon okay yeah he invented it or something right yeah, I wanted Ash to whip out the Pokédex and see what Dexter had to say. He did not try to do that once. Right, so he kidnaps children. Actually, the children wander into his own home, and then he traps them, and then sends them on a death-defying mission That's into the internet, which not, has never been attempted before. That is not an excuse to kidnap three children. If you can't do the crime, don't do the time. Okay. He literally locks them as they gasp yeah, in horror. He does. <laughs> He's like, doesn't he say something like, your sacrifice oh he doesn't say sacrifice but basically the effect is your sacrifice is for the good of science so don't worry about it yep that's what? what i was talking about with the mature theme like when he digitizes them and they're like screaming as their bodies like you know it's like body disappear. horror yeah that's what i was talking about I was like that was that's pretty scary okay can i just point out that of course of course misty the sole female of the group is the one left to see her friends disappear and digitize before her eyes. Like, I feel like that's a trope, right? It's like the horrified female character. Has Final to, girl. Yeah. Yep. Like has to watch the horror play out and watch her friends suffer until she finally is the one that also shares the same fate. I'm like, and she's like crying. She's like practically crying. She's like, stop. No. Like, ugh. it was scary. It, it was. was really scary. So, Akihabara, I know Tom, Tommy's dad is worse, but is he our second worst individual we've met so far? Well, yeah. Kaiser, too. Yeah. Well, no, I think he's, like, Kaiser, well, I take that Kaiser back. didn't actually, well, he did kind he of did shoot. heal them. Yeah, I mean, he, he shot at a loaded gun Team Rocket. Face. And um, he said he would have killed them, too, if it wasn't for Misty, so. Oh, that's right. Yeah, so there but was But he wasn't, like, there. he wasn't, like, mad scientist threatening. He was just sort of like a gruff old man he's one of those guys that's so focused on doing what's best for himself and what he wants to accomplish he doesn't really care about who he harms along the way kind of a little bit with but he he's so goal focused that he just doesn't really care what happens for him to achieve his goals or whatever oh i forgot that he reveals that someone who we know to be team rocket broke into his house and used this tube to go into the computer world which, did he know that information beforehand, before he went to the Pokemon Center? Yes, I think, I think so. Yeah, I think he okay. did, because so that's, that's why, why he, he freaked stops. out. Yeah. Okay. Well, he yeah, he freaked out because when they said that they were going to introduce the vaccine program, that he was like, wait, you can't do that. And he ran back because he knew that there was people in there. My main question for the episode is, could he not just tell Nurse Joy, this is going to sound kind of crazy, <laughs> but I think there's actual human beings in there, and if you use the vaccine, you're going to kill them. That would have saved the entire trouble of this whole episode if he was just yeah. honest, but... But is it legal for him to have that tube at his house? He invented it. Well, maybe they it's can't, There like... can't be regulations against something that doesn't exist yet. 
But it does exist because but, that's what I mean. But actually, Jacob raises a good point because as far as Nurse Joy knows, the system that they've implemented is the Pokeball transfer system. The one mm-hmm. at his house is the human transfer system. Mm-hmm. So that might be he's trying to keep that on the DL. I, I mean, I guess he has to have been. But if it's like a life and death situation, I know he's a looting person. He's but a, had yeah. he said there, I have a, I've created the human transport system. There are humans in there. You're gonna kill them. Yeah. But obviously, that's not the tactic he takes. No. What, what was the point of the human transfer system? Does he ever say like why that's in- instantaneous transportation around the globe? Yeah, he wanted to make it easier for people like to travel. I thought he would separate. You know, maybe get a different network feed from not the same path the pokeballs go along but maybe a different one just for humans like maybe a whole nother network i guess i guess we'll never know yeah whatever you can get trapped in a pokeball or something i also like how the human transport system can take pikachu yeah i know (laughs) (laughs) and porygon but that makes sense (laughs) well presumably it's based on the same technology so it would work on any living thing and not just it's just probably a scale thing not necessarily a human thing like a pokeball so small compared to a human maybe it's just more data for the humans to get in there. That's why the tube was so giant. That raises the question, though, that they have in Star Trek. So when they say, like, beam me up, Scotty, and they put him up on, you know, the spaceship, are you the same person that leaves the planet when you digitize yourself on the spaceship? Okay, I'm gonna, I don't know anything about Star Trek, but I'm going to say you technically aren't the same person from moment to moment, but on a long enough scale, you're not the same person now as you were so many years ago. Because your cells replacing themselves and such. Ooh, this is that whole ship of Theseus argument. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, I yeah. love it. Are you the same? So the digital terminal die, and a reborn as digital avatars <laughs> in the computer <laughs> <Yeah>. world. <laughs> they attach their tails to the plants to learn what's going on with nature. Oh, no, Jacob, are you leaving us again? Am I? Am I? Okay, okay you're here. Okay. You're here. You know, I, uh, this is, I, I don't know about you guys, this is exciting, because clearly Porygon is is uh, with us in this episode, so. Its presence is not, are we, do we have zero, or the original, though? They have one, and Team Rocket has zero. Okay. Yeah, so Which, it's very Evangelion-like. In yeah, I was about to respect. say, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was about to go there. <laughs> that is awesome. And then we get Porygon 2. Oh. Unrelated. Porygon 2 is... Yeah, well, unfortunately, as a result, we never see it or Porygon Z, which is a travesty. So cute. Porygon was actually kind of boring this episode, to yeah. be honest. The, the the exciting part was the setting. Porygon, like, it turned into a wheezing skin. Yeah, that was useless, but I, I don't know. I feel like it, I thought it had more involvement. I remembered that it had more involvement, but I guess not. They just use it as a plane. Yeah, ship <laughs> it can we'll go around on. It can change its, so it has more power in the computer world than it does in the outside world because it scales itself bigger. It can transform into basically anything. Wait a second, you're you're skipping out on the best part about how Brock is this. How does he know this stuff first? Of I wrote that like, down too. He <laughs> just decides like so. They're they're riding along on the Porygon. Well, first it saves them from falling to their death, I guess. But then he. Broccoli just takes it on himself, which if this system has never before been seen by people, how the hell would he even know? He's like, that's the network highway for all the Pokeballs that we're looking at. Like, what? You can tell which one it is after all the other crisscrossing, blinking light pathways. Yeah. (laughs) That's the one. 
That's like, it right there. Yep, we, we need to get on this one right here. He just made up some shit, whatever. He, he probably guessed and was just like, oh, God, thank God that worked out. It's like, what we're looking at is the network highway. I just realized how he knew. What? Men's intuition. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> okay. Anyway, they go find Team Rocket, who has stolen a Porygon Zero. Why is Porygon Zero working with them? That's a good question. Manipulation? It seemed pretty willing. Maybe it hates the one. Maybe one's the favorite, Takihara. Oh, yeah. Oh, there Maybe, we go. Yeah. One's the favorite and Zero's jealous. It had a little Team Rocket flag on its tail. like So we could tell them apart. And then the Zero on its head. Mm-hmm. Well, what you don't understand is that it's Unit Zero. So it's actually the first Rei Ayanami who was killed <laughs> by... <Man>. <laughs> <laughs> she has been put into it. Godly. Oh, my gosh. Just keep going down that path. Okay, so Shinji, Asuka, and Rei go on <laughs> Porygon, and they find Team Rocket, who have enacted what I assume to be, like, symbolism barricades in front of the Pokeballs. Yeah. Like a traffic yeah. stop. Yeah. Like an actual barricade. Yeah. They fight. Porygon fights Weezing and turns into Weezing skin Porygon, I guess. That was cool. It was it. <laughs> <laughs> and then the twerps try to move the signs, which... They did a very poor job of because I were you watching Missy and Brock as they moved a barricade in front of the Pokeballs when it had previously been off to the side? They they just blocked it off again, basically. Instead of the, instead of one path, they just diverted to another path. Yeah, and Ash was also an idiot because he moved one signpost. Yep. He was trying to move it out of the way, but he also moved it toward the center. I mean, they're trying their best. I mean, have you ever been digitized into a computer program? I mean <laughs> Not since nineteen ninety seven. Oh, okay. Then the cool part happens when Nurse Joy oh, has her <laughs> IT icon over. And oh my god, that vaccine robot was so cool. That was awesome. It was like a Transformer. Oh I my kept, god. I kept thinking of like Smokescreen from Transformers when I was watching this thing. I was like, oh my god, this is... Because it starts with an ambulance and then it turns into like a fighter jet yes. hypodermic needle. It was great. <laughs> and then it shot other needles. <laughs> it shot sub needles. It was like, oh god. It was missile equipped. Ugh. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it creates a bug in the system when the IT guy's like, we have a super powerful capability. And it, like, creates a literal bug in the system where it's a giant hole Team Rocket falls into. And they're gonna fucking die. Yeah, they're about to die. They're about to get My squeezed in. My favorite part is where everyone starts calling it the bug hole. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, okay, hole. guys, stop. Stop. <laughs> Sometimes my apartment feels like a bug hole with all these goddamn roaches all the time. Do you have a lot of roaches? Oh my god, it's insufferable. Can you get roach baits? I do. Yeah, good. That's apartment living for you. I'm over it. We spray our house. We have somebody come out and take care of that for us. I have to request someone to come out every single week or they won't do it. And then when I request them, they just don't come. It's like, what are you you paying for if not for that? I'm paying too much is what I'm paying. Ugh. Yep. Anyway. Anyway, so they fall into the bug hole. And the vaccine virus killer thing is going to kill him. But then Ash has a, cr- a crisis of conscience. He's like, what Team Rocket's still being left behind? You're going to get killed. And Missy's like, we leave have to think about ourselves. <laughs> Missy said, just leave them. What yeah. are you doing? We're not going back for them. Life would be a lot better without them. <laughs> That's <laughs> not wrong. Says. But Ash has a pensive moment, and I guess they convince Corian to go back and fight the vaccine thingy. And then they save Team Rocket, but they're 
they now have too much weight on poor suffering Porygon. Oh my god, I felt terrible for it during this scene. It was like, it could barely keep its eyes open. It was like flying all wobbly. It was like... It was sitting there sweating too. I know. Mm -hmm. I thought it was just going to make itself bigger. I guess that's as big as it can get. Yeah, I guess we were up to max scale with that. I thought he was going to just... That would have been more effort though. I mean, I'm assuming it takes considerable effort for him to like you know, expand like that. Enhance. 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 <laughs> we can't enhance anymore. Boost. Poor Boost. thing. Porygon really got shafted this episode, but... It didn't... Again, it didn't really do anything. I know, and it got the short end of the stick. It did because nothing. Because... The vaccine transformer thingy sends out some missiles as they oh. nearly escape, and Pikachu zaps the missiles with a thunderbolt. The infamous scene, and then bad things happen in real life. Yep. So I, I never, I never saw this episode before. Oh, really? Wait, yeah, this is my this first time the watching. First time? Oh, dang. yeah. Okay. This is my first time watching it. I knew of it. I knew it existed. Mm-hmm. I never, you know, dived into it like we have here, obviously. But I knew, in that moment that happened, that was the scene that caused the seizures for the for the children. I knew exactly right then. I was like, oh, okay, I definitely see why this had to be pulled with that because that was a lot what were they thinking i know that's when i if you haven't seen it go see it audience because that was, it was well, crazy. well don't <laughs> no uh, yeah, yeah wait wait you you know you can actually watch it filtered now well i've i watched it like on my phone and like viewer discretion is advised yeah, yeah it's a vhs recording i assume of tv tokyo art no maybe it wasn't because i didn't have the time on it Hmm. Where, Where did this? you watch it? I, I watched it on archive.org. I watched it on an illegal streaming site. Oh. I watched it on Daily Motion. Okay, we all watched it in different places. Yeah, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't have epilepsy, so it's not a problem for me. Yeah, anyway, but you wouldn't but... know unless. But do you really want to test it? Like the one time you do would be the one time that, like, you can't know until it happens to you. Yeah, yeah that's true. I avoided. I watching I, I, I averted my eyes a little bit. Yeah. Jacob didn't. I didn't. I actually, I watched it through, and I was like, you know, because I didn't know it was coming. I was like, when it happened, I knew it instantly what it was. It didn't affect me in any way. I mean, obviously, but uh, they have the filtered one up. Also, I saw that you can watch it with oh. the with the condensed lighting on it. Like whoever posted the video did that. Yeah. If you okay, want to go in and watch it, like watch it through that because there's actually just a clip of it. It's like 11 seconds. It dims the lights on it and makes it to where it, it wouldn't cause what happened. Ha- happen well we should probably note there was also the blue and red flashing lights all throughout the episode like but like really quickly yeah yeah and they stood out this isn't the that wasn't the only time but it was the major time you're right i don't know you're right like what were they thinking well it's not even good to look at it's just flashing lights like yeah it's really really terrible visually it's not even like i I don't understand were they going for the red and blue because of like the 3d kind of like red side blue side like is that why they picked that or you know like it was it was unpleasant yeah it was unpleasant what i was what i'm gonna go back and look at is like when this episode came out was you know like when you play video games they have that discretion at the beginning say hey this may because they Mm. knew this type of lighting and flashy light thing that they had going here has been known to cause seizures if right that's on like every video game now yeah arcade machines are big in japan and they have that warning on them you know, so... So, wait a minute. I, I, I guess it was this, ignorance a little bit. This, that knowledge of, 
you know, moving pictures, I mean, they do have that warning on a lot of stuff, like moving pictures and, and flashing images, and, you know, that can cause visual disturbances or seizures of some kind. But they knew that way before this. This was not the That's catalyst. what I'm saying. For the 90s. Yeah. 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 That's like, what I'm saying, is, like, they knew that a problems occurred with this type of lighting and flashiness. That's why they say take breaks, you know, don't sit too long playing video games, because some people are sensitive. Who was the who was the showrunner for this? Episode? Yeah, I just don't know why that. Know, I assume yeah. <laughs> probably. Well, who's in charge of the flashing effects? Yeah. yeah, this show must have already been very successful for it to have returned to the air. Could you imagine this might That's have spelled the point. end of Pokemon? Like, could you imagine though? Like, what if it really had spelled the end? Like, what if they just never came back from hiatus? They must have been making a ton of money at this just point, just raking it in. Well, they were ha- they had the merchandise side of it, which was even exactly. arguably even yep. more lucrative than the show. But that's the big selling point. Now, the the previous band episode, Kaiser, was that banned just in the U.S.? Well, I think it's banned outside of Asia. Okay, so inside Asia, it's still okay. So this is like the first one that was banned banned worldwide. Yeah, this was this was aired once. <laughs> yeah, the one and only time, and then they had the hospitalizations, and then they didn't show it anywhere else ever. I remember right. this is why my parents wouldn't let me watch Pokemon. <laughs> really? Yeah, it was, uh, like, I remember going to Blockbuster after this episode aired, and I guess it hit the news hard, obviously, that seizures were being caused. And I guess my parents took that as, like, this is a really bad thing, we don't want you to watch it anymore. Because I remember I w- tried to rent, like, it was the episode when Pikachu fights Gengar or something, like, one of those episodes. And my mom wouldn't let me get it, because she'd heard about the seizure thing, and she oh, said, okay. yeah, she said, you can't get that, something bad may come of this. That's so funny. Did she see it when it aired in Japan or when Pokemon... <laughs> no, 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 no. You know what I mean. Like, did she see a report on it when it aired in Japan or when Pokemon came overseas that she, like, they were doing reports on? And this is what happened X amount of months ago. Yeah, I think that's what it When they aired it in Japanese television. Yeah. Yeah. It was like, by the time I hit the U.S., of course, it had been, like, time had passed a little bit, I guess, with the news. But I remember just her being like, no, that gives kids seizures. You can't watch that. Because I didn't know about this until, like, years and years later. Really? Hmm. I didn't I mean I didn't know this had an incident had happened at all. Did you, Alex? Um, I'm trying to remember. I I don't think so. I, I think it was later. But I think adults knew. They did. Some. I mean, unless I mean if your kid was really into it, then maybe you'd seen a news report about it, but considering that it didn't take place or happen to anyone outside of Japan. So anyway, well, let's finish the episode lesson. first before we get back to this. <laughs> they get back to Earth. The the mansion is destroyed. Okay, I have a question real quick. How did their their explosion inside the computer program transfer into real life? It's the black hole. That's the power of blue and red lights. Okay. Because I'm assuming all the stuff we were seeing in the computer world was like metaphysical. Like that wasn't yeah. it's not real. happening really. But I, I guess mean, the missiles can come through. Yeah. I mean, I guess it had to have. I mean, their bodies were existing inside of the computer it doesn't make sense okay no i also like how the mansion collapses into rubble and the twerps are fine yeah they got some dirt on them (laughs) that's it they just brush it off and they're okay yeah (laughs) they're like all right we're good to go team rocket thanks them for saving their lives which is actually a very sweet moment it is we didn't really get into the existential dread team rocket has they were like to die in a computer is unnatural and all that but (laughs) They run off, um, the Pokemon Center is working just fine, and 
a lot of children didn't get to see the ending of this episode. The end. Yeah, not much happened, really. A- I feel like Akiharaba loses his job. That's not it. No, he has no negative consequences whatsoever. Oh, oh, just like oh, a bunch of okay. Well, other than his house being destroyed. Well, we don't even see like a police presence. Like nobody shows up. Nothing. Big fucking shock. Yeah, shocker there. Oh, yeah. I shouldn't have said um, that. No, I shouldn't say Pokemon shock. Oh, whoops. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Which is the, what, what this incident was called by the Japanese media as Pokemon yeah. shock. Oh no. That's it. That's it. So, I guess we could talk about the actual some more some more facts about the actual event. Yeah. D- did you stay and watch the preview for the next episode? I did not. I did not. Mine was only. Like oh mine it, had it. I think it cut off before that. And the next episode is the Jinx episode. So we're really oh, we're really swinging goodness. for the fences here. Yeah, back to back. <laughs> but it got yeah, delayed. It got delayed they, uh, many months. Right. There was a four month hiatus, hiatus following yep. this. Yes, and then when we come back, they created a special episode, Pikachu's Goodbye, as a returning episode. And then the Jinx episode. And the other snow episode got pushed way back. Sorry, I'm yawning. This is all old information that everyone already knows. A bunch of other episodes got pushed all out of order. The movie came out incongruously with the episodes. It's just a mess. It is a mess. So I feel like Porygon really got the shit end of the stick. It suffered for no reason. It's it never got shafted appeared. for sure. It's never appeared in any other episode Although I did read that it had a cameo appearance. I don't remember this, but maybe Austin or Jacob, you do. It um, made a cameo in movie 15, Key Rim versus the Sword of Justice. Um, it appears Was that the in opening some sequence? Yeah, it's um, only during the world of Pokemon parts. Yeah. And that's the only times Porygon 2 and Porygon T ever appear. And they're like like two pixels on the screen. <laughs> oh my gosh, travesty. that's so that's sad. such a travesty. Like, I feel personally Porygon's one of my favorites. I th- the fact that it's like a digital drinking bird thing like one of those dippy birds like yeah. it's so unique <laughs> and cute and like porygon z with its messed up like it's all corrupted and its head's all spinning around all the time like i think it's so cute it had the cute the cute robot thing going for it like a uh, wally or something like yeah. that but it, it uh it just never turned into anything because of this episode it didn't deserve it it wasn't even a good showing for porygon even though i do no. ultimately like the episode yeah it's a cool episode but and Porygon's Porygon, just the transporter here. Like, not yeah, really. he was just a third-party, like, innocent bystander. Pikachu was the cause of the freaking problem. But, oh, no, God forbid we ban Pikachu. You can't do the mascot that way. Okay, I'm going to do a, a, a map here of whose fault this is. Porygon should have been the new mascot anyway. <laughs> Porygon, or Pikachu, Porygon's a totally innocent victim. Yes. Pikachu was defending the human lives from the missiles. The missiles were launched by the vaccine machine. The vaccine machine was implemented by Nurse Joy and her IT guy. The only reason Nurse Joy implemented the vaccine machine was because... Akihabara did not tell her that they were going to kill people if they used so it. It's so it's all his Akihabara. Yep. Yep. He gave 685 children seizures. Yeah. He just wanted to keep the new technology for himself. Selfish. Yep. Well, again, you know, in real life, you can, I mean, blaming the characters is fun, but in real life, I don't know <laughs> yeah. like, what you said, <laughs> yeah. like before about who the hell decided to do this this way. They're the real person that's at fault, but. Stupid. Uh, I do kind of wish we could go back and watch these older episodes without the the dimming lights and the you know frozen frames, like that stupid drowsy hypno episode. Oh, where, oh like, my god! The animation gosh, was yeah. all like gutted. 
you can definitely tell a difference and you and there's a i mean there's a legit reason why but yeah it's all because of this yep but i did learn something i read online that apparently and i didn't know this this is kind of sad but it said this episode apparently appeared in the guinness book of world records (gasps) i saw that too uh, oh my gosh (laughs) (laughs) and they earned the title of and i'm like why would you even make this this is so ridiculous but it says the most photosensitive epileptic seizures caused by a television show and they hold that title who was the placeholder before that is what I want to know. <laughs> Nobody. <a> good question. <laughs> yeah, was it like Gunsmoke or something? <laughs> I don't even think that they had that category. Was it Tron? This. No. I don't know. Oh I think my they created gosh. it for this specifically. <laughs> it's just going to be stuck there then. There's no escaping it. Yeah, no other show is going to unseat it from that because this is like... The yardstick. <laughs> yeah, this is the measuring against. stick. Like, yeah. The one good thing, I guess, for for Pokemon is this incident has largely faded from the public knowledge. Like, people don't talk about this anymore. They do everything they can to make sure no one finds out about this. Although, we do have a bunch of other Pokemon controversies wow. over the years that we can get into. Yeah. I was just gonna, I was just gonna joke and say, you know, the hottest controversy lately is freaking, oh, that all the 900 Pokemon weren't in oh, the Sword Dexit. and Shield. Oh uh, yeah, that's not a real controversy. Yeah, that's a nothing. Hey, speak for yourself. <laughs> People aren't having seizures over that. <laughs> it's a crime. Just because your favorite, you know, obscure Pokemon, oh no, like, I don't know, Psyduck didn't make it in, like, boo hoo hoo. Okay. People over here with real problems. <laughs> yeah, actual medical issues. All right, let's uh, do our MVP, LVP. Okay. We move on. Yep. There wasn't a lot to say for that, sorry. <laughs> there, what, what? There wasn't a lot to say for this episode. No. All right. Although I think we're probably like on an hour 30 because we had so many issues <laughs> <Yeah>. recording. <laughs> hey, hey, Porygon, Porygon just didn't want this to happen. He wants it hidden. Yeah. Or Akihara's in there missing. We always have technical difficulties. That's just our MO at this point. Anyone who watches us knows. (laughs) We're just dumbasses with laptops. Yeah, that's basically what it is, yep. Alright, so LVP, MVP, and quote time. Uh, it is Austin, Alex, and then me. Wait, so this is where we where we pick our favorites and least favorites. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. One per person. Yes. This might be a hot take. But my MVP is Misty. Ooh, okay. Ooh. Because the scene of her, like, <laughs> her body horror sequence of her being, like, let us out of here. Oh, my God. Her, like, screaming her head off, justifiably yeah. so, because she thought she's being murdered, which she kind of was. In a way. that I thought that was very effective. Sorry, Alex. I know I'm being sexist in that moment. It's a, but, but it, I mean, we know we talked about this a little earlier. I mean, it's that, that trope. It's like, you know, the female character, the lone, watching in horror as her friends are, consumed Eliminated. alive like, at this point they don't know where they're going yeah, yeah. you know they don't know yeah, what's it was on scary the other side. shit yeah that it really but she there, also gets sorry go on no i was just gonna say if you were there watching like if you were the group of friends and you were watching them seemingly expire in front of your very eyes you would be horrified too um, my LVP is gonna be who else but akihabara for oh, damn it. obvious reasons <laughs> My, and this is like a vague quote, because, you know, God knows that there's a more accurate translation out there, <laughs> but it was Misty again, and she says, this is wrong, breaking into someone's house just because we <laughs> feel like it, and Ash says, and just who is breaking in with us? <laughs> Smart. Mm-hmm. She did, she was complicit. That's a loaded word these days. All right, moving on. Oh, uh, sorry. 
Um, okay. Uh, I picked for MVP Porygon. Porygon, because <laughs> this poor thing, it just, it didn't deserve what happened to it in real life, but also the fact that it was trying its damn best to get these kids to safety. It was their boat, I guess, through the digital world. It was their rescue. Hey, like, now. Hey, now. What? Digital world. Uh, okay. Digital world. <laughs> digital <laughs> monsters. Digimon champion. They were in Digivolve the digit Into ultimate. They were in the Pokemon highway or wherever the hell Brock said they were. <laughs> yeah. Did you but see yeah. Agumon's cameo in this episode? Yeah. Mm. He was a vaccine. <laughs> of course. Oh, yeah. He is a vaccine. <laughs> he is a vaccine. <laughs> but yeah, single-handedly, like, they would have not been able to do anything in this episode without it. So, God, who to say for LVP? Probably... Since you went with the obvious one, I'll say Joy. Nurse Joy, oh. because she recklessly, like, she calls him up. Akihabara calls Joy, and he's like, wait, what the hell? Like, what's happening? What, you know, why is it saying it's accessing the system? And she's like, oh, don't worry. I called in our own IT guy, and we got this completely under control. Bye, and hangs up on him. <laughs> yep. Like, she doesn't even explain or let him explain anything. She's just like, I've taken matters into my own hands now. And she put the, the lives of innocent human beings at risk. She had no idea. So it's a, I think it's that back to that communication thing, Austin, where if they just talked to each other like normal people. If that nobody didn't have any it. hidden secrets, we wouldn't be That's here. That's why the moral of the story is communication is key. What's your quote? Oh, right. <laughs> God, it's hard to do these fan dub episodes or sub episodes because, oh, I guess the narrator at the end. Um, oh. <laughs> He says something like, but even after Pikachu is feeling better, Ash and Friends' journey will go on and on and on. And on. <laughs> yep. Oh, God. And how true that was. So, But not for four months after this episode. Yeah. Yeah. Looking back on that, they didn't know, did they? But mm. yeah. but it certainly did, because here we are 20 years later. Alrighty, I guess it's my turn. I will start with my MVP, and I chose Bobasaur. Oh. Yay! Because I thought Somebody it was cool <laughs> how we used Vine Whip to get Team Rocket out of the bug hole. <laughs> bung hole. And the, <laughs> my LVP was, I had to make this one up on the fly, was Pikachu for <laughs> <laughs> for obvious reasons for he maybe causing it. this issue. And then my quote is, Akihabara's working on the computer and says it's not working. And Joy mentions that, oh, I guess it has a virus. And then Ash goes, a computer with a virus? Can they catch a cold or something? <laughs> and I was like, oh, Ash. Oh, Ash. And you're trusting this kid to go in there and save the technical world from to be f- devastation. I mean, to be fair, they didn't trust him. This crazy lunatic was like, your sacrifice will benefit all of the rest of us. And I guess that's true. They were voluntold. Yeah. All right. Anybody, cl- any closing thoughts? from anyone before we transition into the second half no nope <laughs> Austin's got Austin this blank stare on his face <laughs> what are you looking at I think I just zoned out for a moment where am I did you get transported into the pokeball highway and then you're in heaven Dave back? this is not heaven oh the roaches oh god this is hell all right I guess are you back with us Austin you zoned yeah. in all right yeah now that you're zoned in we can transition to the second half of this episode where we're going to talk about other pokemon disasters oh god that have happened and I think the best way to approach this would be maybe round robin. I assume that we've all okay selected. Yeah, apparently, Jacob has four, so he'll go last. Yeah. <laughs> well, I figured we like. Do, do y'all just have one each? That I you just share? have one. Yeah, okay. I actually lost my phone, so I'll be right back. <laughs> All 
It's me, Austin, and Alex. And Alex brought up a good point that I would go share like one of mine, oh, and okay. then, and then like if it's not covered, I'll share like the next ones later on. But mine was actually the Pokemon World Championship in mm. 20, 2014, 2015. There was an alleged shooting plot. Whoa. So these two people, and I won't say their names, but this happened in Iowa. Random people, no criminal history. Their goal was to go into the Pokemon World Championships and potentially shoot them up. Jeez. For, I guess, what they concluded was they didn't get in. Oh my god. And so they so were... So that's their response was to kill people? Okay. Yep, and they made specific threats to people who were partaking in the event too. So it was their... They were going there to hunt people down. And oh my god. Yeah, and I think they were from Iowa because... I'm looking at this now, and it says the Boston Police Department had a statement, and he said, was just talking about, hey, they could have done a lot of damage and hurt a lot of people. And so luckily, they were able to intervene and get in there before they were actually able to carry out this, I guess, terroristic threat, is what I would say. They were tipped off then prior to this. Yes, I think they had, I wouldn't say a whistleblower, but someone tipped them off and said, hey, these people have intentions to be violent, and there may have been some social media threats to go along with that. And they were they weren't fooling around either. They had it was a twelve gauge shotgun, and then two AR fifteen rifles, which is a DMM, DPM five. They had several hundred rounds of ammunition and hunting knives, and they just had like a little armory going in there to potentially attack these people because apparently they were upset about the world championship. Could you imagine? I'm just trying to wrap my brain around having such strong negative emotions regarding a video game a fake fictional children's media franchise game franchise i can't understand it how can you have that kind of rage and anger it's like oh okay i didn't i didn't uh get into the championship okay cool no big deal i'll just watch people maybe next time like a reasonable person people always take two stuff too far but this was like one of those cases where i was like this yeah this is a card game (laughs) here and these people are they're going they're going their intention was to murder potentially everyone there like what do you think is going to happen though you think like you're just going to go in there do that and then get away with it and then like what you're just going to roll in next year like hey i'm here like of course the cops were taking it seriously but i wondered when they saw this they were like because they made social media threats and they threatened other players who are participating in the event i wonder if initially they were like okay they're, they don't really have this stuff it's more of just like all for show they're pissed these people are just pissed and then they raided them or whatever to make sure nothing was super going on. And then they find all this weaponry there, and they're like, "Holy cow! This, these people were serious. They they were going to do some damage. Their intent was to mess it all up. You know, hurt a lot of people." Well, it sounds like it's a good thing that this tragedy was avoided. Yes, indeed. I I yes. just never heard of that before, and I googled I like Pokemon dis- Pokemon disasters. That was the first one that popped up to me, and I thought it was recent, but it it was actually a few years ago. I was just in awe that people would take it that far. I've never heard that happening to any other kind of, like, card game or anything like that. Like, I wonder if there's... The only thing I can think of is maybe a Smash. Oh, gee. Are there death threats over Smash? There probably is, because that community... Okay. That goes pretty hard, but... I cannot find that article about the Smash player who was, like, a fake person. What? The person who, like, claimed to be a competitive Smash person, but they weren't actually that person. Yes, I can't. I, I read about. that article once, and I can't find it to save my life. If it's you, the Smash listeners, catfish. if you know the article, what? <laughs> it's the Smash Catfish. Oh yes, yeah, yeah. I I need to find that again. That was great. 
I just remember oh, the Smash God. article where they sent out a warning to all the players because they had too many complaints about people smelling bad and they weren't having <laughs> the tournaments oh, completed. Geez. So they had to issue a warning that if you don't hit a certain smell standard, you couldn't partake in the tournaments. I will say this. I understand at conventions, you know, it's a lot of people in crowded rooms and, it's you know, it's probably really summertime. hot. It's usually in summertime. Fair. I get it. I get it. I get it, That's too, why yeah. we need to take all the precautions you possibly can and make sure you are presenting hygienically. <laughs> I can understand if it's, like, the 12th round. You know, you're, you're nervous the whole time. You're sweating. Oh, now I'm sweaty. Yeah. I think it's there's amazing. a difference, though. I think that there's obviously a difference of being a hygienic person, you know, and then having typical sweat and then having the body odor as a result of a hot summer day or in a crowded area where there's a lot of people versus just having basic lack of hygiene which i think is kind of the bring with you extra deodorant and maybe like a sweat towel yeah maybe some body spray too freshening wipes there's baby wipes you know bring some of that you know under the arms you know all that kind of stuff freshen up your (laughs) yeah freshen up your stuff that's just absurd. I know we could probably go. We could talk for hours about gun laws in this country, and uh, I was avoiding. That, the that's what I was. I was trying to. Admit. I, yeah. was, I was really trying to avoid. I didn't mean to. I wasn't starting. I, I have that, strong opinions. No, no. It, I'm but... not saying we have to get into it, but I think that's a huge issue. Mainly trying to focus on the fact that they were taking this way too seriously, but there was some hints to that too in the article I was reading. You know, don't hurt people, and we need more regulations. Okay, moving on. Yeah, <laughs> moving on. All right, leave five stars. <laughs> leave five stars and a comment, a positive comment about how you affected someone's life in a positive manner. Yes. All right, Austin, you're... Do okay. a good deed Next. for the day. Help others. Okay. All right, Austin, you can take the <laughs> Sorry, I'm going to stop here. myself from going to a political rant. I, I know, I know. I know <laughs> stopping it's myself. It, I know it's hard. Just, Look, it's not it's even re- a political rant, I feel like. Know, it's like a life and death rant. <laughs> okay. We yeah. all know that, you know, there's a lot of unrest and, you know. Anyway, I'll leave it there because I'll keep going. <laughs> Anyone who's grown up post-Columbine knows what we got to say. Okay, yeah. moving on. <laughs> I looked up, and this, this is actually really tragic, is people who have died playing Pokemon Go. Oh, no. Well, at first, what I was looking for was there was a lot of reports back in 2016 when Pokemon mm-hmm. Go was a phenomenon of people finding dead bodies. Yeah. But that happens all the time. You know, Jogger finds dead body. Oh, you're saying like the people playing Pokemon Go come across a right. decomposed dead body. or like a skeleton. They're like in the park or whatever. Yeah. Like or in a trail. ditch in a yeah. okay. ditch in the park. Yeah. Jeez. So that's a big deal, of course. That happens every day. Well, what I found was, and I don't know how true this is. But it's a Pokemon Go death tracker. Is it the website? What? Yeah. I found that too. Yeah, that was disturbing. They're keeping a, a track of all the articles that are posted about people who are either injured or die while playing Pokemon Go. And their current count is 22 deaths and 61 injuries. Oh my god. So I don't know how reliable any of this is. And I won't get into specifics because these are real people, of course. But yeah, y'all be safe. Be careful. Don't take unnecessary risk. Don't trespass. That was a big problem too, right? Oh yeah, don't do that either. Do not go where you're not supposed to go. Don't put yourself into danger. This is our most preachy episode. Yeah, ever. yeah. We're, this is life advice. You know, but sometimes it needs to be said. And what was the other thing I found? Oh, I found an article from NewScientist.com, which is a website I've never heard of, and it stated November twenty eighth, twenty seventeen, where someone did a statistical analysis of how many car accidents were caused by oh. people playing Pokemon oh. Go. I don't know. This seems to have a lot of fallacy behind it, but someone from Purdue University carried out a study where they 
found X amount of crashes in a certain area and then that a certain county in Indiana and they applied it on a national scale. Oh, ah. But their conclusion was Pokemon Go may have contributed to nearly 150,000 traffic accidents, 256 deaths, and the economic cost of $2 billion to $7.3 billion in the first 148 shit. days after its introduction to the U.S. Oh, my gosh. Okay, don't okay. pogo and drive. No, please. remember when the game first came out, they didn't have that disclaimer on No, it. they didn't. No, they had to add it three months but later. that's common sense. Come on. Like, you don't use your phone and drive. Alex, what was your disaster? So, yeah, kind of to, like, shift... So are we... Is that all of our thoughts on on those terrible tragedies? Yeah, I don't blame the game for those. I blame the person who was in charge of the Porygon splashing effects. That's it. That's it. I blame Pikachu. (laughs) Uh, Mine's different. Mine's not, like, tragedies. Mine's more silly. Okay, we need a light note. (laughs) I picked fundamentalist Christian groups that accused Mm? Pokemon (laughs) of perpetuating (laughs) Satanism. Oh, okay. (laughs) That's pretty good. I mean, do you remember that episode where Ash sacrificed a virgin to the devil? Yeah, I think right? That got pulled from circulation. That was a good-looking pentagram, though, that yeah. he drew in the sand. It was pretty pointy. I mean, you know, all that blood sacrifice and ritualistic, like, Satanism worship in the I mean, in Pikachu the in that, that cloaked hood was really cute, Yeah, though. exactly. The chanting. really love it. Yep. <laughs> what was their reasoning I really like the orgy sequence where Brock watched all the Joys oh and Jennies god. and they didn't let him in. Oh yeah. my god. The blood exactly. orgy. Yeah, because you know that stuff's rampant within the Pokemon games and the anime. No, so some examples I wrote down. <laughs> well, this is what people said. You know, these fundamentalist Christian groups, clearly this is not the case, but this is their justification. Was Pokemon are like demons because they are captured in Pokeballs and called upon to perform tasks for the trainers. Which book of the Bible was it that had the Pokemon being caught in Pokeballs? Yeah, exactly. Job. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> and apparently they use, the the badges are akin to magical talismans, which control the Pokemon. And yeah, they don't like the fact that Pokemon sort of, the whole basis of evolution and how that coincides with the scientific theory of evolution in real life versus the creationism theory. So they're like, oh no, evolution and, and is terrible because we all know that God created everything and Jesus rode on dinosaurs and all that stuff. So, <laughs> And then of course the, the psychic and ghost types, that sort of speaks for itself. But I wrote down this other thing. So kind of speaking of Pokemon Go, this kind of goes into that too. And I'm not going to name this person's name because I really don't want to give him like exposure or anything this radio host and evangelical pastor i guess he believes that islamic extremists were going to use pokemon go as a tool to target and execute christians and that satan is using the game to target churches with digital cyber demons which i felt kind of coincided with this episode in his defense, though, it is really weird. Like, when you first bring up Pokemon Go, they ask you what religion you associate yourself with. No, they don't. I thought that was, that is really odd. So maybe, maybe he's on something there. We're not aware. Oh, <laughs> you know, which I kind of was like, this is ridiculous. Because it's not like, you know, and of course all the articles I was reading about this brought up the, the really good point of, it's not like Google Maps or any, and that your phone itself is a GPS-capable device. Like, why the hell you know, extremists would use Pokemon Go specifically to target you, whatever. But it's okay, though, because I found a New York Post article, which said that... Oh, (laughs) Christ. Which said... Which said that apparently the a Vatican-owned broadcasting network back in 2000 gave Pokemon the papal seal of approval, 
and that they claim that it did not have harmful moral side effects. So apparently the public approves of Pokemon. So yay. I want to know what case study that was based off of. It was only the one article. So I'm kind of taking it with a grain of salt. I tried to find other sources to back this claim up, but I choose to believe that the Pope, which I guess was John Paul II at the time, personally endorsed Pokemon. (laughs) (laughs) It's okay, people. You can calm down. Yeah, the Pope said so. It's okay. So what we've learned today is, we've learned a lot of things, but we've learned today is people who are manipulators who are trying to basically mind control other people in the name of profit and power are people who will say dumb shit that they know is dumb shit because they know people or people who are in a not great place will listen to them and they like shock and it's like they like clickbait. Yeah, that's the, very well, well said, Austin. Well, there's plenty of examples of that in Pokemon with the, with the cultish is, is leaders. <laughs> oh, know, yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, the Pokemon, Pokemon lovers, lovers club. club. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> if anything, they speak out against it, though. So. Yeah. Well, I think that's well said. There's always somebody out there that's going to take advantage of the exploited and the vulnerable. All right. I have. What else you got, Jacob? I just have. One, I have one more because okay. Austin, you covered one, and that was that was a really good one, Alex. I didn't think of taking that route with this. We all remember this one. I remember this one definitely because it affected me personally from stopping me getting all the toys. Oh, no. We remember the Burger King. Oh no! The Burger King yeah. recall that happened. Is this the ball? Yes. Okay. Yes. I didn't know about this until way later. There was actually a death, wasn't there? There was a. This, I'm going off of cpsc.gov, which they do the recalls and give the information of why things are being recalled. So there's a four-month-old boy who unfortunately passed away, and then there was a 13-month-old girl also unfortunately passed. Oh, there's two deaths. There's two. Oh, wow. I didn't hear about that other one. Yeah, I'm trying to look at the time frame. I think they're pretty close together when they happened. but That's very tragic. It is. I just remember this like shutting down... I don't think they, I think they just shut down the toys. I don't think there was any, like, episode pausing, like the seizure one or anything like that. But did, did y'all collect these toys when they were coming out from Bur- from Burger King? No, I think when the movie came out, it's when they did, like, the gold-plated Pokemon oh, placard yeah. things. I think we got all those. I still have them somewhere because they're, you know, they're so valuable. I remember they're my aunt. Yeah. Mm, not really. I think oh. my aunt got me all of them. <laughs> So that's, that's just how I know my aunt got me them for, like, Christmas or something like that. Which I don't know why. Like, the only reason I got these Pokemon Ball toys is I would put them on my backpack. Oh, cute. And, yeah, they looked kind of cool there. Now, they were, like, it was, like, a figurine inside a plastic ball, right? Yeah, I think they had all of them. I think it was all 150. Really? I cool. I think so. I mean, not cool, but cool. Yeah. The, the idea was really cool. Like, each time you got there, you didn't know what you were going to get. You know, it was like a mystery. But I don't know if there was 151. Don't hold me to that. But I knew there was a lot. So this actually sparked my interest in to see if there's actually, like, a collector's items with these forbidden toys. Let me look it up to confirm the price. I looked on eBay. I feel like eBay eBay's kind of a hit or miss. Like, sometimes you find really good deals on there, but other times, like, people artificially inflate the the stuff on there and it's like you know damn well that that is not worth i don't know the 500 dollars or whatever people are asking for it's like that is not worth that you just decided to price it at that basically so the the gold cards that came out i'm seeing like 120 dollars for like three of them and then the collection of the pokemon toys the complete set is 325 dollars wow yeah there's definitely not 151 (laughs) there's 57 
They're kind of cute. They may have continued selling them, but not in the Pokeballs. But yeah, that was just another one that uh, kind of directly impacted me as a child, kind of like the the seizure episode we talked about today. I mean, I feel like overall, a franchise as big and long running as Pokemon is going to have... Well, I mean, aside from the people that get all up in arms about it for nothing, you know, like where you had... I don't know, these fundamentalist groups saying, oh, Satanism or, you know, some animal rights activist groups coming in saying, oh, you know, it promotes cockfighting or whatever. That's people ascribing meanings to it where there is none. But then, you know, you have real life tragedies, too. Yeah. Which is really terrible and unfortunate. But like, I don't know, I feel like it comes with the territory of having a franchise that's just so all encompassing it's like, how do, how can you not escape having some kind of something happen? I don't know. Some kind of conflict. There's Yeah, there's no way you'd be around for 25 years not have one thing go wrong. Or right. tons of things go wrong. Oh, yeah, or tons of things, yeah. I mean, some of the stuff I feel like, and I know we didn't talk about this now, because I feel like we're probably going to get into this a little bit, you know, as we get into some other band episodes, um, like we talked about earlier, Jinx especially. Some of it I feel like it's very tone deaf. It's like, why would you, why did you... Like, when talking about the Pokemon themselves, it's like, why would you even, like, what possessed you to do that? Like... We, we talking Jinx? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean... We talking Jinx. Yep. There's others, too. And I don't want to... I want to save that because there's other incidents that I'm sure we'll discuss oh, later. Oh, yeah. That Jinx episode. Sorry, what? The Pessimian episode? Well, yeah. that's one of them. But I'm like, really, guys? Which we will discuss later. What a cheery <laughs> episode. Yeah. <laughs> Got a little serious there for a moment. So what are we doing next week, you guys? We're going to do something a little different. Something lighthearted and fun, I'm, I'm hoping. <laughs> yes. Well, let's hope so. I've ne- I've never experienced this Pokemon media before. This We're reading the light novels next week. Right, Austin? Yeah, one or t- both of them. I thought we'd do one. Okay. And then, what's the... Do you know the length on them? I have no idea. Okay. We'll stick with one for now, because I'm not sure. Okay. The, uh, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. A quick yeah, read. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Light novels vary in their length quite differently. So. Oh, God. What, that. I don't know what to expect with this, but I'm sure it'll be fun. <laughs> yeah. What's the title of the first one? Pocket Monsters the Animation Volume 1, I believe. Oh, well, very, very well. Um, and we are reading a fan translation from PokemonTheNovel.DreamWith.org. Perfect. All right. And let's get the name of the translator real quick. Okay, so the person is someone identified as to be a master. So thank you to be a master. Yes, thank you. So yeah, look forward to that next week. And does anyone have any closing thoughts from this more serious toned episode? Let's go back to being silly. Yeah. Yeah. Next week. (laughs) Next week we'll get more on the silly train. It's always an adventure and the out of the drying pan. We're pushing holiday hijinks way off into the distance, so we don't have to deal with that. (laughs) Yeah, that's perfect. Perfect. All right, uh, with everyone's thoughts wrapped up, I guess. If you have any questions or corrections, we'll shoot like that. If you can email us at outofthedryingpan at gmail.com. That's outofthedryingpan at gmail.com. And you can also follow us on Twitter. Our handle is outofdryingpan. That is outofdryingpan. And be sure to join us next week for a fun time talking about the light novel as the journey continues. <laughs>